Hello and welcome back to the Video Gamer UK podcast without Simon Miller again. <laughs> what is this, Burns? What are you I in the hot know. seat for? I know. Well, all the reasonable and responsible adults have gone out. So uh, it's left me. the children behind. Yeah, and, and Tom. Oh. But uh, Tom won't host it because... His uh, dad and two kids. I'm, I would host. There was a poll open last week. <laughs> And it was up to three different people, wasn't it? And I didn't win. So Almost. Well, that was the I'll chance they had. Well, anyway, as you know now... I'm saving myself for the Tom Ori exclusive Football Manager show. Well, that is, that is going minute. to be a hit. But, yeah, I'm joined, of course, as you know, by Tom Ori at VGTomo. Follow hello. at VGTomo and... David Scammell, he's back. How you doing? He's back right? from a week off. Yeah. He looks refreshed. Oh, I don't, I'm not. I no. like how no one asks, where's Dave? Jim's been missing. And everyone's like, where's Jim? Where's Jim? What have you done to Jim? Yeah, but Dave's, Jim's disappeared off Twitter, Dave's been he? missing. It's like no one said a single thing. Well, you know. Does I that think... make you sad, Dave? Um, uh, you know. The thing is, is that I, I was still tweeting every now and then. I was still keeping people up to yep, date with the hot news. latest gaming news. To which people were responding, aren't you meant to be on holiday? Yeah, and I was ignoring those <laughs> because I was. I was in a jacuzzi. So anyway, Dave, the mm. good news is you're back. Hello. Yeah. The bad news is, and obviously the biggest news of the week and of the year, you know, it's up there. Lionhead Studios is closing or in the process of closing. It's very sad, isn't it, Steve? Yes. So this broke yesterday. And uh, I think we were a bit shocked. It didn't seem to, that didn't seem to be coming. Fable Legends was still ongoing. And I think it seems that some of the staff, or a lot of the staff, didn't know. Seems like well. they were told quite late. Well, yes. there's, there's been, definitely, there's been like posts people have found on the community forums and stuff hours people? before. People? You're looking at the well, person. I'm, I'm sure other people had seen them. <laughs> yeah, they had. Someone pointed but, in that um, direction. <laughs> so they, it seems like no one, at least most people at the studio, didn't know at least. Well, we Hours don't know. Before. We are speculating. Yes, yeah. this is speculation. It's odd to say that they're still working, like working on the game and stuff. Hours they before did, they're going to announce know, the studio's really. closure. Yeah, we should also <laughs> say that kind of buried uh, in the Lionhead announcement, uh, even though it was they were announced side by side, is press play yeah. uh, also closing who down. The, the who, made, who made the uh, the Max game that's been about a pound on CD keys? Less than that, Forever. I think, Tom. It's a nice game, though. That was a nice game. Yeah. Mm, so, right, I guess. It's very sad, though, isn't it, Stephen? Yes. Lionhead, classic UK dev. Bit of a staple, you know. Mm. I know people who've worked there. They said it was a very nice place to work. Yeah. They really enjoyed their time. Have I, you ever been there? I have been there. Yeah, it's nice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, BAFTAs all knocking around. Yeah. You know, didn't Pete see, just walking around back I didn't in the day. See him, but my friend who used to work there said often you just see him wandering around being himself. So, uh, mm. Yes, it is, a, it is a big shame. And I think the way that it's been handled, again, we're speculating here. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people who work there seem to be uh, surprised by the news. That when it came out, it was uh, on Xbox Wire, and it was a statement by Hanno Lemka. Who? Yeah, he is the uh, general manager of Microsoft Studios Europe. And okay. uh, part of the quote was that there's a discussion with employees about the proposed closure of Lionhead. So let's sort of... What does proposed closure mean? Let's discuss this. They wouldn't use the word closure unless they intended to actually close it. Microsoft have a way of... I'm sure they're sorting out like severance and well, seeing if they yeah. can relocate people. Because press play is closed with immediate effect, yeah. whereas it sounds like Lionhead. A well, proposed Lionhead, closure Lionhead is, is a much bigger close. firm, isn't it? Yeah, well? yeah, yeah, yeah. Lionhead will close. Like, I, I get the impression that is cut and dry. It's yeah. going to close. It just hasn't closed yet until they work all that stuff out. Because I got that. I got some people saying, oh, it's just proposed. It might still survive. It's like, well, I'm not sure Microsoft would ever say publicly yeah. that... <laughs> They're not asking the staff if they should close it. They're telling them and asking them how much money they'd want, yeah. essentially. Mm. Uh, it is other... weird, though. Like what For it to have happened this late on in Fable Legends development, like that game's been kicking around for a long time. Mm. It's approaching launch, or it's at least approaching... Well, we proper... assumed it was. Well, it was approaching open beta, which I guess for a game like that is the soft launch, right? Mm. Or I guess. They must have poured millions and years into that game. Yeah. And to get it to this point, to then just drop it and close the studio, I don't understand. It must be, because the feedback on it recently has been quite positive from mm-hmm. what I've read of people playing the closed beta. Fable Legends, yeah, it might not have been there at one point, but it's now looking like a relatively solid game if you're into that sort of thing. It's not, not Fable 4, is it? But it is, it is good if you're into that kind of game, apparently. And uh, it just seems weird. Why wouldn't they just release it? As it is, yeah. and, and maybe make a little bit of money back. Why would they just something must have something big must have happened for 
that decision to have been made or I don't know it's just, maybe, it's just maybe it just wasn't the feedback they were getting just wasn't good enough yeah and yeah. It, it maybe it had another six months to go who knows that's a lot of money to put into something that and then there's smart, do very other well. marketing costs and loads more costs you've got to, you've got to sink into and if you've done the numbers and you, you really don't think it's going to hit those targets and there are other problems at the studio again this is speculation but uh, that's all I we're going on at the moment. Weird thing to do. Why not launch it in beta, say there's going to be bugs, it's going to be rough, whatever, and continue to work on it. As, as little work as you may actually end up doing on it if you're thinking of closing the studio down. Um, if they've done it because it's a quality thing, they never think it's going to get there, it will damage the Fable brand. What benefit does actually closing the studio that made Fable give to that? Are they going to give Fable to another studio? Is Fable gone now? Or, I don't know, I just don't understand the reasons for it. This At this point in development, if Fable Legends had come out at the tail end of last year, mm-hmm. or come out in a couple of months, and it flopped, yeah, I totally understand it if come summer, Microsoft had gone, look, we're closing it down. Yeah, Because you look at their history recently, and Lionhead, they have made some amazing games. Mm-hmm. Fable, Fable 2, I like the movies. Black and White was good. I like good. the movies, movies of course. Good, yeah. <laughs> um, but their recent stuff... You've got Fable 3, which I still thought was good, but perhaps not as good as the others. Fable The Journey, which was the Kinect game. Mm. Uh, what was the other? They had Fable Anniversary, which I wouldn't have thought made them much no. money at all. And then that downloadable Fable game. Mm. Yeah. So I think the quality has gone down. I'm surprised Rare hasn't found themselves in a similar situation that Lionhead Rare. has. Rare have been doing other stuff, haven't they, as well? I though. think Connect Plus, kept them propped Connect up. Connect Sports whereas... did, did quite well for them, yeah. so it wasn't like they just produced flops. They did some pretty successful games, and they did like some of the like dashboard stuff, didn't they? Which I guess the, uh, someone, avatars, someone right? had avatar to do. Stuff, yeah. so. I don't know, I just find the whole decision, I find it a very odd time for that decision to have been made. And then, of course, there was the other things that were spotted on the Microsoft Studios website, where the five other studios, yep. and now these are lesser-known studios. They were working on HoloLens stuff, it appears to, mm-hmm. to say. I can't, I can't remember some of their names now. Was it LPX? Was that one of them? LPX, Big Park, something which did science, the Connect. Something Science, one of them. Something Science. Yeah, science. Function was mm. one of them. Good Science, that was it. Sota or something like that. Sota. They're all little, little first-party studios mm-hmm. at Microsoft that you probably haven't heard of yet that are doing HoloLens stuff that have been removed Presumably, from... HoloLens, I mean, they've only just released that as like a thing devs can get hold of, haven't they? So mm. it would be odd to get rid of the studios that were making stuff for it. But Maybe they fall more under their tech side. Yeah, it but could they're just working be like a branding the, thing rather than a... Yeah, it just seems an odd time to do that when they remove Lionhead and press play from mm. there. Oh, we'll get rid of those off there as well. I don't know, just a bit of a coincidence, but it's hard to tell exactly what it, it means. It could just be an admin they, thing. Like, yeah. Like our staff page, for example doesn't list everyone <laughs> that is here or not here on some people that I hate that staff not page anymore, I mean I love so. it but my picture on there is I mean, absolutely I'm not, saying, awful. I'm not saying we run the company the same way that Microsoft runs Microsoft <laughs> but there are issues with um, admin from time to but time but isn't that awful though if what sounds like happened is true in that they were told very late on that it's closing you've got a studio that's been there for years mm-hmm. How, when did they open I can't remember must have been Early two thousands, late nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. So what? Twenty years old, and then to just all the staff there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Bad. Yeah. But so it, yeah, it's once they acquired in two thousand six. So the first fable and Microsoft was like, right, let's do this. Let's make this happen. Yeah. So it's been ten years, and yeah, I think a lot of people really bang on about the UK games industry and. And how, you know, and they always talk about the industry as a whole, but to lose Lionhead feels really big. Is there a bigger UK studio than Lionhead? More well, rare, maybe. Possibly. Well, are we talking about like just UK? Because, you know, they've got those guys that make those uh, driving and shooting games, which you may have played. Mm-hmm. You know, Rockstar, is it? Oh, yeah, of course. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. I kind of consider Rockstar a global company. Yeah, now. that's what I was, that's what I said. But, but Rocksteady as well? Yeah, mm-hmm. Rocksteady. So, you know, they're yeah. big, but. I think for Lionhead as well, it's not just that they they were big, it's that they were so ingrained in people's popular imagination. They've been around for 20 years, you mm. know, which is older than a lot of people you know, who have been following They've games. Been playing their games. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's, uh, it is a shame. You can talk about the lack of hits or the flops or the, you know, the games that didn't really deliver what uh, Molyneux or whoever said that they would, but at the same time, they were ambitious games. Mm. I mean, Fable 2... 
you know, people love that game, and you can see why people are upset by Fable Three. Really can, yeah. but at the same time, was you know, it wasn't that bad, was it? You know, the, but it, it was the start of the not the start, but the kind of beginning of the end of the Peter. Well, Moore he then left after Fable say, Three, didn't he? Being able to say everything, I remember when. Uh, they did the Marlo and Kate stuff. Yeah. And uh, one of my friends has, you know, used to work at uh, Lionhead. And he messaged me uh, after it came out at E3 and everyone was so excited. He said, it's all bollocks. <laughs> he said, trust me, it's the biggest load of rubbish. And I saw that woman come in, you know, the actress from the uh, Marlo and Kate video. Right. And he was like, honestly, don't believe a word of it. Pretty really? much, yeah. Wow. He said it was, he said they were... That was the stuff that they were going for, but there was no way, obviously, it could work like all that. All their Kinect demos early on were like that, weren't they? They were all kind of like, they didn't make it clear, but they were all kind of what it could be like rather than what it is like. like yeah. The, the classic Star Wars E3 presentation, whatever it yeah. was. Yeah. And yeah. I'd love to know what Peter Molyneux has to say about it. I imagine he's quite upset. Yep. Um, and I just Microsoft are just in a weird place at the moment their whole strategy to me I don't understand it anymore because up until now obviously they had the issues with the Xbox One launch and their messaging since then was always right but we've got the games on Mm -hmm. this console we've got the exclusive games that now has changed to those games are now on PC or at least some of them are in some form or another and now they're cancelling exclusive games they've got planned closing studios and I just don't know what they're doing. Like, I, I, I just I can't see where they're heading now. Like there, there was a, I saw a thread on Neogaf earlier where they can people saying how they keep cancelling and games yeah. that they've announced because mm-hmm. they cancelled was it Phantom Dust mm-hmm. or at least they pulled development out of the studio. Fable Legends. There was another that Shangheist. Is that what it was called? I don't know what that was. That was, was that the the Coalition's one before it became Gears Four. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Uh, and then there was another one, I'm sure there was. But all these different games, and then you've got the stuff that's being delayed, like Quantum Break's been delayed for ages, Scalebound's pushed back to next year now, Recall's pushed back to the end of the year. I mean, games get, I mean obviously games get cancelled quite often. Like, more, like, I don't think it's just a Microsoft thing. I think the problem they have, potentially, is that Fable, for whatever reason, has taken a long time, and it was announced way too early. Like, they've done that game with, with Phantom Dust as well. They announced that before it was even really a thing. Mm. So then there's a long way to go before that becomes something that they want to actually put out there. And then obviously they decide they don't want to and it's cancelled. But if they, they say they took a announce six months before launch approach, then I guess we'd see, we'd hear less about cancellations anyway. They would still go on, we just wouldn't know mm. those things exist. I don't know. Just Fable, Fable is a weird one for me with the whole messaging around it, the whole it's nearly there, it's nearly there, we need more time, whatever, whatever. And then suddenly I think the actual gone. effect of cancelling it on like, Xbox owners isn't as big a deal as as it seems because no one really was that bothered. Some people were. Fable Legends. Most in people didn't yeah. care about Fable the Legends. The idea of Lionhead being closed, though, I think, is a big. Is it, it's a bad thing to happen, but in terms of like the game that we're losing because of it, mm. is not such a big deal for most people. It's just what they could have done in the future, I guess. As the but I Fable, if it is, if they still think it's a big franchise for them. There's no reason why it can't continue under someone else like crackdown has come back and that the studio that made that originally is gone or was it completely different to what it used to be where was it i can't remember who did the original real time, real time, real time yeah, yeah, yeah and then ruffian games did ruffian now what the reagent ruffian's still around obviously yeah. but i think they're reagent but yeah it's interesting seeing like, i don't think phil spencer or anyone like the major nelson or anyone have mm. commented on it at all and considering that They've had this almost like a Twitter push where, oh, you can talk to us. Mm. We'll talk back. It's that sort of vibe. And then something like this happens and you get actual Xbox fans who seem upset, if not angry, at this decision. And then it's all like completely... I'm sure like, at some point someone will say something. The problem is that clearly it's a business decision. Yeah, obviously. And they I, don't think I doubt you... they want to cloud it by being like personal about their feelings towards the studio because... I doubt anyone wanted the studio to close on like a personal level. Yeah. So if he comes out saying he's, he's sad about the closure, people just go, well, why did you close it then? Yeah, yeah, obviously. So yeah. it's kind of an awkward position to be in. I don't think there's a... You, I don't think you can win by talking about it. No. But at the same time, I don't think you can ignore it. Mm. You'll probably get a more accurate story in next week's Bloomberg Business Week. Yeah. They, they cover game studios closing. And Do they? they? Yeah, they, quite a lot, in fact. So, and they... Yeah, they covered... Um, 
GameStop not too long ago, their business and all of that. So, Fair yeah, enough. but Dave, you were saying this is uh, interesting. Good lead in, Dave. Been reading the notes. Go on then. Uh, about Microsoft strategy and how you're unsure. Oh, about I didn't know that was a thing. Well, you know, uh, Phil Spencer has had to respond to Tim Sweeney's comments regarding yeah see i was away when this happened so i didn't really know i I saw that something had been said but then didn't tim sweeney apparently sort of hold his hand up and say well what's happened was well this is all about is it about the universal apps whatever it is for windows 10 windows platform yeah um and i don't really know enough about the whole thing like from a a technical level about what the issues are than people i think it's been closed system or whatever but a lot of people obviously reported on what Tim Sweeney said because he is a very influential figure mm-hmm. in PC game development in particular. Um, the the thing is, he did come up. There were comments made after that by Phil Spencer about what they're doing and how he what how he sees the platform and what they're going to be announcing at an event in the near future. And then Tim Sweeney did respond saying he's looking forward to seeing what this turns out to be. But people were less keen to cover that response because, well, of course, obviously the main thing is that he said what he did Still originally. Though. Tim Sweeney rocking the boat a bit. Well, yeah. Epic I mean, coming at Microsoft. But that could all, that could all be... Like, if, if what they announce... I think it's build. I think the event's called for Windows development. Mm. Um, if that is stuff that he's happy with, it could all change in well, a yeah. couple of months. If you missed it, Tim Sweeney is the founder uh, of Epic and uh, has a lot of sports cars. As you know, if you watch, Does he? If you watch the making of Gears of War, <laughs> Cliffy B gets in one of them and decides he's going to drive around in a, to- <laughs> in a totally unscripted manner. Uh, he said, and this was last week, I believe, in an interview with The Guardian, that the Universal Windows platform was the first apparent step towards locking down the consumer PC ecosystem. Ecosystem? Eco. Ecosystem. Green eco. And uh, monopolizing app distribution and commerce. And then he also said the new platform was the most aggressive move Microsoft has ever made. Uh, Phil Spencer responded... Uh, on Twitter, saying Windows has always been an open, uh, open ecosystem. That word, I just can't. I just can't do green. No problem with your eco. I know. Welcoming, welcoming the contributions of hardware and software partners, and will always continue to be. UWP is a fully open system available to every developer. Developer, <laughs> developer. I'll just start reading if there I you. Go. So well, Microsoft have often been accused of this whole closed system. When Windows 8 came along with the Windows Store, I remember people saying, "Oh, it's the beginning of a closed system," and. I don't know. I, I don't know what the sort of dev sentiment is when it comes to this, other than what Sweeney's been saying. But well, but I think again, what we were talking about earlier, Dave, about their strategy. Now we don't know everything. We don't know what's going to happen at this event. We don't know how Phil or whoever's going to get on stage and you know sweet talk everyone. But again, it's just so much is happening that appears to be negative. A lot of negative press. Mm. So you know it's. Worse than my pronunciation of ecosystem at the moment. They've got Lionhead closing or proposed closure. They've got Xbox One maybe being upgradable. You know, they've got that mod, you know. Would you buy an Xbox One right now, given what's happening? There's discussion of a new, possibly a more powerful Xbox One coming out, which they haven't denied. Mm, Yeah. All their games are coming to PC. Or not, well, let me rephrase that. Some of the Xbox One games are coming to PC. And they look better, of course. perform better. Well, well, it depends what you're playing them on at the moment. Well, let's say you're playing on a on a beastie PC and on Steam. <laughs> Are they even coming to Steam? No, that's just because this is the whole thing about the, about universal the closed apps, system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, this is what I was saying earlier. I just do not understand what they're what it is now. What what they're where they're what, going? What with. he said. What Phil Spencer said about the that suggested there's going to be like revisions of the hardware that are more powerful in, in the same generation was an odd thing to say, just because it's like, it came out of nowhere, essentially. I can see him going up on the stage, on E3, at E3, and saying, here's the new Xbox One. I think One. they have to announce something, because, I mean, it's still, still bizarre that they said it when they did, because mm. E3's not for, what, three months mm-hmm. or more. So, and you've got that amount of time, where even though it's not, I doubt it's made it into, like, the minds of the average person because he went into quite a lot of detail right mm. about how it'd be backwards and forwards compatible and it wasn't like speculative stuff like because even when they announced like a slim thinking about this or whatever, yeah if quite... they announce a slim model usually it's like here it is and it's out next week and it's like it's, it's a weird timing why they why they'd have this big window where people are unsure about what's going on and this is what i partly i had a discussion about this with someone else last week nat um, so I did a poll on Twitter, which was asking if they were to re- release an upgraded Xbox One mid-cycle, would you buy it? Now, an overwhelming amount of people said no, which I was surprised at. I thought 
a lot more people would at least consider it. But it seems to be a matter of principle that I've just bought my console. There's no way I'm going to buy a new version of it Mm -hmm. this soon, which obviously that's how it's always worked in the past. But do you not also get a lot of those people that are saying no, that would, if they announced a slim Xbox One, performed Mm. exactly the same, it was just a slim form, perhaps it was a little bit quieter. Perhaps it, you know, wasn't didn't use as much energy or anything like that. Mm. Like it wasn't that. anywhere near as big and looked like a VCR. Yeah, would those people that have said no to buying an upgraded one have said, "Yeah, I'll go mm. out and buy a slim Possibly. Xbox One," but or is it just a matter of principle yeah. that is putting them off the idea? I think it's because it's been a kind of a not announced but suggested in a very vague way. Yeah, it's unclear exactly what's going to happen. I mean, I bought a slim and I had an original Xbox 360. Loads of people probably did. Yeah, um, partly felt like I needed to in case the other one broke, but. That's not. I mean, still, I bought two systems that did exactly the same thing. Essentially, yeah. um, I would be interested in an upgraded spec machine, but I think they have to make it. If they are going to do it, it needs to be very clear about what happens to people that have the old one. But Microsoft needs to sell consoles, and the games that are on that console coming to another platform, and they're talking about a new pl- a new console potentially. I mean, I, I don't think, know. I think <laughs> if madness if to they me. can have say say they can say they've got Gears of War four yeah. that's coming to three different systems including pc for example that kind of like bigger user base potentially could mean better things in but terms surely of, they couldn't class the new xbox one as a new system well, it runs it runs on all those 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 platforms i guess surely it'd be like an ipad model where it work this you'll get this sort of performance yeah on that. i mean i assume they'd have to i think we talked about this a bit last week where if they had you'd have to have like a guarantee almost of time sort of like levels. you could have like you still better play all those games but they'll run at lower resolution or whatever. They won't take advantage of that, though, will they? I don't know. It depends how much... I think there's a... Maybe they'll up the res on the new... If, if, mm, you, but... if you can say you're going to bring out, like, Battlefield Five and it's going to be running a lot better than it is on PS4, for example, and they, they could probably get a lot of extra sales for but people that are really hardcore. it's a lot better? Let's say it's... Well, Battlefield has never run at 1080... It doesn't run at 1080, no, does it? No. Um, so 1080p60 max settings whatever only on this xbox or if you spend a grand on a pc i think that could be tempting for a lot of people it's just i think it's how they sell it as long as they don't screw over people that have already bought one i think that's that's the thing i i would buy one but then i would i buy every console so what does it matter but if they said you know if there was like an official thing and it was upgrade your xbox one trade your existing xbox one in pay hundred dollars for this new one I would be intrigued to know how many people would actually take advantage of that. Never going to happen at $100, though, is it? Do you not think? No, surely not. We were, saying, we were saying last week the, about the, um, the phone model. and Because people <clears throat> like, have phone upgrades every 24 months or 18. And so, but the cost of that is pretty much absorbed into your carrier package. You know? mm. So you, don't, you pay 100 quid up front or whatever. And then instead of paying six hundred quid, you pay you yeah. know, whatever over the twenty four months. I think they could. I could. Maybe see that'll maybe, be what they do. They could try that. I think they, there was talk about that near the launch of the Xbox One. Yeah, I think yeah. wasn't there. I think I don't think you're going to be able to get it for cheap. Even if you trade it in, there might be like a get it for two hundred and fifty quid instead of four hundred quid or whatever. Yeah, but that's still that's quite a good trade in deal, really, for what they usually pay for these kind of things. I imagine. Um, I think it's just. I think it's easy for people to say no. I'm not interested now. If they announce something and it is really quite impressive for what you actually get hardware-wise, a lot of people probably think, well, we're not going to get a new PS4, new PlayStation for three or four years. I could have the yeah. best performance now for a good while. But Who are the people buying consoles now, though? Are the well, big gamers, presumably, will have already upgraded, Right. Yeah, there's well, still a lot of so, Xbox yeah. owners. PlayStation that have, 4, say, though. If you bought an Xbox 360 and you haven't bought an Xbox One yet, there's a lot of people. And say they can bring over their their because backwards mm. compatibility be better on a more powerful system. Mm. They can literally bring over their whole library, which I think is a key thing about all consoles going forward. Bringing all your stuff with you, mm. I think that is a big selling point. I can't believe they didn't do it on the on Xbox yeah. One. Well, I think this maybe this is why they're thinking about it. Backwards compatibility hasn't been quite as good as what we hoped it would be. Yeah, um, I know someone that would pretty much. I think if he could play all his Xbox 360 games on a new Xbox, he would probably buy one. He hasn't done that, that Simon yet. Miller? Because uh, <laughs> it's not Simon Miller. But um, I think that would be a big thing. And people that haven't got one yet will just see an Xbox, not it's a newer Xbox than the one I already own. It's just, it's the whatever Xbox. Just call it Xbox. 
Yeah. The, with the well, new that, Xbox. That's what it is. Rebrand it. it. Roll a new one out every three years. Yeah, we, I mean, we talked about this um, for, uh, at length last uh, week, but Dave, now you're back. Hello. Beat, right, let's just, we'll top this off now. All right. You've got you've an Xbox, three, uh, Xbox One, mm-hmm. because, you know, you're the guy that bought one. What would be the tipping point, and how much better would it need to be again yep. for you to go, you know what, I'm going to do it? See, Hypothetical, think, of course. Right. I think if I was heavily invested in the infrastructure of either platform, I, a lot of my friends are on PS4 and I play with them regularly on multiplayer, they're not going to upgrade to the new Xbox, they're just going to stick on PS4. But what if they are? What if they do upgrade? Well, uh, yeah, okay, well let's hypothetically say that, that they won't. I don't think an upgrade like that would be enough. Maybe the next generation would be enough to jump, but... I mean, I think I was that person a few years ago, whereas I had a lot of friends on 360 who play regularly every, not every night, but most nights. And now, these days, I don't, I'm not like that. And I think... You're going to buy one day. Of course, no, I'm, no, I'm, that's, where, that's where I'm getting to. <laughs> because I don't necessarily have too much investment in either infrastructure in this console cycle. I don't think it would matter bouncing between different formats. So when I started this cycle, I picked everything up on Xbox One because I didn't realise the way that it was quite going to go. I thought all that pre-release performance talk was a bit overblown and perhaps it wouldn't turn out as bad as it was. Well, it turns out that perhaps it was. Mm -hmm. So I switched. (laughs) I remember remember when when Watch Dogs... Very diplomatic of you, David. When Watch Dogs came out, it was that time (laughs) when I thought, "Mm, the PS4 games are performing a bit better. Maybe I will start buying the third-party stuff on PS4. It's actually got better, I think, slightly. It has on Xbox. But still, still, there is a difference. If you're really into it, you can... But that's the point. I think that was the key time when people were... Xbox didn't have as much momentum as it should have had going in and I think in the year after it lost even more because people were realising that PS4 is actually the more powerful console and that's where people were picking up games I think now if Microsoft came out and like you said Tom with the Battlefield example if they said you can play Battlefield 5 full res slightly better looking than the PS4 I think I'd go yep I'll switch over I'll switch back over it'd be enough for me I think wow. if Microsoft went real, really, really hard on pushing the performance being significant, if it was, if this that's thing what happens, Sony does, they push it on the fact they, that it's the most. Sony powerful would console. be in a position then where they've got a, essentially they've got they've got a struggle against a much more powerful machine. I don't know how much more powerful it would be, but I can't see why they'd release something and potentially risk a disaster. I don't think they'd release something that was on par with PS4. No, it would both be a to PR be disaster, and better. people would be like, yeah. "Well, there's no point." Yeah, of course. So I've seen some suggestion that's what they're going to do. I don't see why they would risk that because it doesn't seem like enough of a like a gamble. It's like playing it safe while also having taking a gamble. It doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. But I think a lot of people would be interested when if it happens and they see stuff and there is a big difference. I think suddenly I think a lot of people underestimate how much of a difference that has made so far mm. because like I buy everything on PS4 unless it's only on Xbox. Yeah, and that would suddenly change if I if there was another option available. It's quite exciting. As much as I can understand why people are put off by the idea and mm-hmm. pissed off by the idea that we could potentially be looking at a new Xbox console soon. And maybe, is this going to cause trouble for Nintendo? Well, I was just about to say. Like if they're planning to the launch a new console. NX could, yeah. is right around well, the it's corner. It's getting to that time, isn't it? It's, uh, there's a lot of rumblings about NX at the moment. People I talk to at hotel bars and other such press of, you know, they're whispering about, oh, I've heard what this. What could it be? And I've heard that. So I think, you know, it seems like we were saying that, you know, last year was the most important year for everyone. and But now it seems like the stakes are up again. If Microsoft are thinking of this, if UWP is the way that they really want to push things, and, you know, what's NX going to be? How are Sony going to respond to, you know, challenges, basically? Are they just going to stick with the same model? You know, Sony are a hardware company. So, Dave... The division's going to be out. We're all looking forward to it. No He's one's, out. No He's one's, out. Sorry, start again. Dave, the division is out. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays, actually. And I never never would have thought that even a year ago. Why? So you like Destiny? I, I did like Destiny, you know. And I was I did play the division beta. And I did think, you know what? I'm, I'm interested, but I'm not excited. Which yeah. I, I think is fair. Uh, so, yeah, Alice has been playing a lot of it today. So Could prove to be divisive oh right on that note you're fired dave and uh we'll talk about the games we have played and so i'm excited to talk about this one it's uh 
Alakine's gun. Oh, Stephen. Shitman, as we've been calling it. Uh, yeah. Can we call it that? I'm not sure we can. I'm not oh, sure. Right. That's, okay, we can't. That's not an approved message. No, well, no. <laughs> the reason I say that, right, and correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen, is because <laughs> it looks like the cloniest of Hitman clones you could possibly get. Like, it, <laughs> like the animations look near identical, it, and I can't believe how they've got away with it. But because of that, it looks like it could be a good game. It looks really rough. And if you don't expect much from the presentation, how do I phrase this without... You've already called it shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't go much <laughs> worse, can you? But I don't mean that in the sense that it looks like a bad game. Because it does look like a bad game, but it also looks like a good game. Take over, Stephen. Help me out. What, what's happening here? Okay, so Alkine's Gun is, uh, is a Hitman clone. Yeah. And it is a clone in the sense that, you know... You find iOS games that are very, very similar. You know, it's bit, I can't think of any AAA game which has had the word clone associated or console game, should I say, since the 90s, really. You know, you get Doom clones or yeah. GTA clones and whatever, early 2000s. But this really is almost identical. It's a, it's, it's Hitman, but set in the Cold War. So it starts, in, uh, well, it starts at the end of World War II and, and ends just after Kennedy is assassinated. And you play a Soviet agent working for the CIA, knocking around various environments, Nazi castles, Miami mob dens, uh, Chinese opium dens, which is pretty much a Hitman level, I believe, from uh, two or contracts. <laughs> and uh, you, you spend most of it going... Wow, this is just a straight rip. I mean, yeah. what Hitman is it? Hitman Two, kind of Hitman Two contracts level, mm-hmm. but the screen furniture is pretty much identical to Blood Money. I mean, the the compass is unreal. I was like, oh my days, and it has accidents. You can sabotage stuff, so it's got something you know, Blood Money kind of thing. But it, yeah, it does feel like a kind of Hitman Two contracts level uh, knockoff. But and at the same time, now I'm not saying that I endorse this, really. But Maximum Games has done such a good job <laughs> of ripping it off that it is, I mean, it's incredibly rough to look at. The graphics are terrible. It runs like shit. Oh, the performance. <laughs> I was having art failure. The performance is really, really bad. <laughs> it seemed to bounce from 60 frames. Well, you're playing the PS4 version. Yeah. Bounce from 60 frames or thereabouts all the way down to single digits, it looked like. Yeah. And... <laughs> I know performance isn't everything, but no, but this is this is something else, and yeah, but playing it, it has the elements of of good of Hitman. a good Hitman game of a good Hitman game. Are the levels is the level design as good? Because that's the key to Hitman, right? Yeah. You can have you know it can look as close to Hitman as much as it wants, but you can walk the, the same, have the same. <laughs> yeah, if it's not got the same clever level design mm. that Hitman does, then I guess it sort of fails. It's a, well, the, the level design is, is nowhere near as involved. I mean, certainly nowhere near as involved as uh, the Hitman, Hitman 2016, yeah. which is is brilliant. is on the is a new level for for that genre, if we're going to call it that. But I would say that while it's not particularly big or clever, it works. Does and it have memorable stuff? Does it have like classic? You know, because we talk about Hitman all the time, and we always bring back memorable levels. Mm-hmm. Does it have anything like that? Where in a few years we go, oh, remember that level in. Alakine's gun. No, did I know this morning. Uh, this morning, I was tr- trying to rack my brain, thinking, "What did I do?" But at the same time, the levels themselves are well crafted enough that while you're playing them, because the mechanics are almost identical to yeah. Hitman and and a more refined Hitman, like some of it is is quite refined. When you uh, so when you take someone down, as long as you hold down the trigger then he uh, immediately puts them onto his shoulder. It's like, okay, you know, I'd, I'd like to actually see that. In a and, but at the same time, you don't really remember the levels, but while you're in them, you're like, okay, it works. And again, it's the mechanics that work. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's fascinating more than enjoyable. It's fascinating that they've made this game which and released is, it at completely the wrong time. <laughs> and released it is on it the, the wrong time? Because I said this <laughs> when they announced is. the day. Imagine had they, because Hitman, the new Hitman, mm-hmm. was meant to be out when? La, late last year? December. December yeah. Early December. Yeah. If they'd released this then, when people were expecting a Hitman, I realise it's easy to say you should have released it three months ago because it probably wasn't finished then. Yeah. But had they managed to it's get it out It's not finished now, Tom. <laughs> they could have, that could have capitalised on people going, oh, I really, I really See, miss I a Hitman. I suggested this on Twitter a while ago and people said that, wow, 
If it's a complete game available on March 11th, then maybe I'll buy that one over Hitman. Because people are pissed off that Hitman's episodic. Indeed. Whereas this isn't. I still think maybe people, it is the right thing. A lot of people will be going, hmm, this, there's this new Hitman that looks really nice and is made oh, for I don't PS4. think it has mainstream appeal. Or there's this but... game that looks like a PS2 game that yeah, I yeah. could buy. Hmm. But if you're a Hitman fan, surely you're going to like it. I know. I feel a bit wrong for saying that if you are a Hitman fan... You should play it just to see how well they've... And I don't want to say Nick's, <laughs> because obviously I don't think it is. Sorry, solicitor's just walked in. But uh, Imitated. Yeah. Is Imitated, the, main, is the yes. main character bald or not? No. 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 That's one there step too far. No, exactly. But it does, does he have a barcode on him anywhere? Uh, I don't... RFID tag. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, as I say, it's a game that if you are a Hitman fan... You should probably. I'm interested in it. I'm interested in it. I I don't know what to expect from it. Whether to expect a good game that's masked in. I don't think it's. I don't think it's particularly good. Uh, I think that some of the elements of it are good by virtue of being elements of someone else's game. Right. And in uh, in some ways they've interpreted them quite well. Uh, But you can't play it without thinking to yourself, "Oh my, this is this is just a like a quite bad Hitman installment." But. It's enthralling because it was made by someone else. It's like when you get remakes or demakes of Hollywood movies that are done in other countries Mm -hmm. um, with like a tenth of the budget, but they somehow retain some of the style, some of the elements of it. You're like, how? And so you play through it and you're never really going to remember it, but while you're in the moment of playing it, I think it appeals much more because you're always going... Yeah, this is that mission from Hitman 2, right? And there is, yeah, there is one where you have to get into an opium den. And it's just like, this is just flagrant. It's just so brazen. <laughs> you know, you have to... And all, all the elements are the same. You, there's a disguise system. There's an accident system. Although I, very, I didn't even use the accident system. It's nowhere near as intuitive as, as new Hitman. But, um, yeah... Fair it's, enough. It, There's a bit of confusion as to when it's actually coming out. Yes. At least in the UK. Yes. The PC version is out this Friday, the Indeed. 11th of March, yep. which is the same day as actual Hitman. Yeah. Um, but the PS4 and Xbox One versions seem to be the end of March, but PlayStation Blog is saying digitally the PS4 version is out on the 11th of March. Yeah. So it's out this month, if yep. you're interested so in it's it. it's either the 11th or the 25th. On. It's one of those days. So, so there you go. Maybe, which, maybe they do a Kane and Lynch rip off next maybe Shane and Finch (laughs) (laughs) Um, can we talk about proper Hitman or is that a no go at the moment we cannot unfortunately we will be able to talk he's already said basically so I think we can work out what he thinks about it already but next week probably essentially we you know it is only the first episode but there will be more stuff from other parts of the game that I can talk about uh, later on later on this week so you can look forward to that. So that's Alakine's gun. It's oh, it, amazing. I might get, might just have to buy it just so I own it. So if it disappears, <laughs> I can go. Do you remember when this happened? <laughs> but uh, also, Dave, you've been playing Uncharted Four in a in a manner of speaking. Only their multiplayer Did beta. Play it? Yeah. I played it briefly. Yeah, it's an odd one in that, and I've always said this about Uncharted games, but in this one particularly, everything's over animated. Mm. All of their little. Oh, it's like FIFA. Yeah, it is like that. It's, it just looks, it almost looks like a cartoon now. Yeah. And I don't know if this is how it looks in the single player as well, but at least in the multiplayer, there's legs and arms flailing everywhere. And it's it, always been like that. Yeah, but it seems particularly exaggerated in this one. Is it like when when I reviewed the the Nathan Drake collection and I was really shocked to find just how over-animated it was? Like every time Nate walks, he's like touching a yeah, wall yeah, yeah, or like yeah. rubbing a wall or like, what are you Come on, just walk through and there. They've added taunts now. Oh my God. I don't know if they were in the, in the last games or not. I didn't play the multiplayer, I don't think, in the Uncharted games before. Uh, but you, you sort of scroll through the different taunts that you could unlock, and it's just Nathan Drake blowing kisses and doing all that sort of thing. And it looks ridiculous. It looks, they're good animations, but it just looks ridiculous. Um, but in terms of the actual game, I was actually quite enjoying it. And it's kind of, you know, a standard cover-based third-person shooter. Uh, but you earn money for kills and assists, and you can also pick up, I don't know what they call them, but they're little diamond icons on the map. It's yeah. just treasure. And with that money, you can uh, buy temporary, oh, I don't know if they're temporary or permanent for that game, but upgrades that you can use mid 
match. And yep. the money resets after every game. Um, so I think it was $800. You could unlock uh, like a personal security guard. I can't remember the exact name, but it was a guy that would follow you around and would, had a big strong gun that shot everyone and things like that. And you could spend a bit of money to reduce the cooldown time for your grenades and things like that. Because you don't have grenades on a cooldown rather than actual okay. uh, things like that. But I, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect because I haven't played the earlier ones and I don't know how similar it is to those, those ones. It has a bit more of the kind of uh, magical stuff. Really? In this. Yeah, it has... Um, I don't know how I'd describe it, but almost like uh, there's one of the, these abilities that you can unlock and you throw it out and it, it's just like this magical totem that starts shooting people and then it disappears. What? It's just like a thing that has an area of effect. Did you dream this, Dave? No, 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 it's real. It's like all this sort of Aztec magic shit. I thought you say Asda then. No. Big shootout no. in Asda car park. But it wasn't bad. And I love The Last of Us multiplayer. I played loads of that, but that was a lot slower paced. That was more of a stealth-based online shooter, whereas mm. this is much more of a kind of a run-and-gun cover type thing. It was good. It's not like Gears of War. It's not that slow pace but no i enjoyed it well i think a, a lot looks of nice as well does it although i don't I, I know 60 frames per second and i'm probably not one to be talking about this considering but you know 60 frames per second seems to become the standard for multiplayer games okay which is fine that's what people want i don't know if it's necessarily needed for uncharted though it doesn't no, strike me as the kind Dave. of game i don't, oh, I I don't see know the if, comments already I don't know. It looks nice Is enough. Is it running not 1080p? It's 900, the multiplayer. Oof. But that's the sacrifice they made to get it running at 60. Because the single player is 1080-30. Shocking. But, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they could have made it look like if it was 1080-30 in the multiplayer or what. But I don't know. It is the, that sort of... But it still looks kind, nice. Yeah, the kind of multiplayer that it is. I don't. I wouldn't have necessarily said that it needed to be 60. But, no, it looks you nice. Enjoyed it. It A few nice. people on the Twitter have been saying that they... They went into it, maybe a bit like you. They were like, okay, let's just see what this is Give about. Give it a go. And I know like, one person, it's anecdotal, obviously, but they were like, I'm going to buy it now. I'm going to buy that game. I really enjoyed... I'm not sure I'd go out and buy it for the multiplayer. I think, you know, I'm not but sure. I think it's... you're also getting a single player on it. And maybe yeah, they were, yeah. if you're on the fence, but you're like, I think oh, it's, I really it's like It's not this. like a sort of Dead Space 2 multiplayer that does feel tacked on and shite. <laughs> like, it, it feels... I don't even remember Dead Space 2 in multiplayer. Exactly, there you, you go. Wasn't it like the... It's like Left 4 Dead. That's what they were trying yeah, to Yeah, Aliens do. versus Engineers or whatever. Yeah. Um, but my, well, my favourite Uncharted game at the moment is um, Naughty Dog whenever the game's about to come out, going, just two more weeks. Yeah. It's just going to be two more weeks. <laughs> and I'm just wondering how long they think they're going to get away with it for. Like, at Christmas, like, oh, sorry, guys, but like, just just one more week. I'm like, yeah, actually, it's never coming out. I'd love it. It's just a big meta game to see. They suggest it was like a production thing, so we could get more copies ready for launch yes. day. But, I mean, surely you knew how many you were going to ship for I launch mean, day. I mean, it doesn't seem that Uncharted 4 would be one of those games you'd be umming and ahhing about how successful it might be. Yeah, I don't know. It seems a bit... <laughs> maybe just say yeah, it wasn't ready. But, so, you know, logistics of packaging, for example, is not just the developer or publisher. There are other things in play, so maybe... Mind you, Total War Warhammer has just been delayed, Stephen. Yes. Have you seen the reason why? Dave, I believe you should explain Would you like why... me to read their statement? Bear with me, I have to bring it up on my phone. Because uh, when you told me this, I barely believed it, really. So I want you to say it, not just remembering it, yeah. A paraphrasing this it. It's been delayed by one month. I want it right? a month. Quoted. Yeah. Right. Quoted. Right. Hang on a sec. I need to load the press release. Oh, my word, Dave. I thought it was in Do- the Right, here we go. This is from Mike Simpson, creative director for Total War. Gotcha. This could be the best Total War game we've ever made. It's an enormous game. And we also want to make absolutely sure reviewers have enough time to play it thoroughly before launch. Many thanks to the huge number of people who have pre-ordered and are eagerly waiting release day. We're pulling out all the stops for you. But that, surely they haven't delayed it to let people like us play it a little bit longer before it comes out. Surely that's not the reason. If we're going to be generous here, that is that just a, a wrong turn of phrase? Is that just conflating two different issues by saying, yes, it is delayed? And also, we do want reviewers... I mean, if you want enough time to play it, send it out today. I, I'm just trying to be gen as I said, Dave. I'm trying to be generous here, but it does read that statement does read that they've delayed it so that reviewers 
can play more of it. Yeah. Which is one of the most bizarre things I think I've ever heard. I don't like, understand it myself. I mean, it just sounds like it's not ready to me and they need more time. Yeah. And the, they it's don't want to send out an unfinished that version that to critics. That relies heavily on review scores, no. is it? It's going to have a massive fan base that have probably already pre-ordered it. I think... What was the last one they did? Was it Rome 2? There was a big backlash on Rome yeah. 2. It wasn't yeah. there. And, and trust me, Total War is never finished. I, I worked on a Total War game very briefly. Like, he's never finished. It comes out and routinely gets hammered yeah. by people. And then I think it's one of those games which just has an upset, uh, accepted mod scene where people are like, don't worry, we'll fix it. Mm. Or we'll you know look into making it run better than it, than it does. But I think the pushback that they got on uh, the last release you know maybe they don't they obviously don't want that to happen again mm-hmm. but and it's the same i think that messaging i don't know i've just i've never heard anything like that before yeah, when it that comes messaging to a delay. seems very poor do you yeah. know like that uh, if i if i wasn't a, a if i was a fan and i'd read that i'd be like uh well i would be incensed i'd be on gaff that would be me like, mm. or, no, I'd be on Game FAQs, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine you on Game FAQs. Yeah, I'd be on, I'd be on Twitter, obviously. But uh, be on yeah, Bloomberg, leaving be a on, comment. Be on Bloomberg LLC. Like, <laughs> how dare these people? <laughs> so yeah, well, that's that. And Tom, people mm. loved your story about uh, your terrible football manager team. Now, this lunchtime, you suffered quite a catastrophic reverse didn't you so we're going to get the tom ori football manager update a reverse yes I d- I, well i'm at derby now i'm not sure i said <laughs> so that. a there you go there's one um how long did it take you to concede your first goal because well, i've been doing pre-season stuff yeah um to, Ma- manager stuff yeah so i've been like scouting and getting some good players yeah hope trying to buy some good players anyway and then the first game of the season championship first game of the season uh can't remember who I was playing. No one that good, I don't think. Um, I don't know because I'm in the championship. Literally, the names mean nothing to me. Um, and uh, the first game, nine seconds it took to concede a goal. <laughs> nine seconds. Nine seconds. And in the second game, well, maybe it was six seconds. It was a ridiculous amount of time. Second game was thirty-six seconds. Improvement though. Yeah. You can show the board. You can go look. But the key thing is that I didn't lose either game. Did you come back to win? No. Or was it, did you draw? Drew. Although I did technically lose the second game because I lost on penalties. Right. Okay, so you did lose. I did lose. But, but in the eyes of on the... On the score yeah. page, it says 2-2, two, two, yep. lost on penalties. So yeah. technically it was... You didn't lose in 90 minutes. Yeah. Which, you know, again... Mm. So, that's yeah. That's pretty so much all that, up in That's there, it. So, so yeah. you went... So to recap for those who haven't been following this from the mm. beginning, you were at you're the mighty Spurs. I, first, because... Obviously, when you start for a manager, for those that don't know, you can just pick whichever club you want to go. Whoever's in charge, doesn't matter how successful they've been, they're gone, you and sad. you're in. Yeah, like it, it gets more, it's less ridiculous as you get older, because when you're like 18 and playing football manager, you've just taken over at Man U, mm-hmm. and you're an 18 year old. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When you're like in your 30s, not as strange, but still a bit bizarre. So yeah, I was at Spurs <laughs> for about half a season. They fired me. Uh, went to Forest. Uh, second season there, I got into the playoffs and lost uh, in the first round of the playoffs. Um, and then third season at Forest, they got rid of me because I had a bad run. Now I'm at, um, in my second season at Derby, although the first season was very short because I took over right at the end. Oh, right. So, so yeah. So are you going to get sacked here as well? Well, the board, the board only really wanted me not to get relegated. Okay. So... I thought I should be okay, I think. I mean, I don't know where the next stage is after this if I get sacked. It may be, like, I just have to start again because I couldn't get any jobs from Forest like, above Derby. Yeah. And Derby at the time was sort of like 20th in the championship. That's it, it's over. So I'd be looking at Division 1. Scottish football? Mm. You'd be the manager of Valencia, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Well, you know, keep us informed of how it goes. I'm sure we'll see mm. some tweets about it. Yeah, I signed a good goalkeeper. Yeah, what's their name for all the football manager fans? I, I don't know. Come he's on, just got it's just got a five star potential. It's um, although my my chief potential gatherer is is a coach is a coach rather than a scout, which doesn't really work. But that's the way it's rolled, so I can't read anything about that. No, I mean it's all football to me. Exactly, I don't really know what's happening. No. Goalkeepers stop the ball. Have you ever played football manager, Dave? Yeah, I used to actually quite a lot. Quite I make lot. out I know nothing about football. <laughs> We won the Champions League four years in a row. Yeah. Mm. Full manager, 2000 and... 
Hmm. I want to say six. You play it on Did Xbox they go back that far? I played the Xbox 360 one loads. Did you? Yeah, no, it I wasn't as good, that. but I played it for mm. loads for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I got well into that when Ronaldo was in it. He still is in it, I think, but not on the <laughs> team that I used to play him on. Yeah, well, there you go, Dave. Yeah. So, you you know, you made it out like you knew nothing there. Yeah, I know and a little then, bit. And then it turned out you knew loads. They've just announced a new release date for Alienation, Tom. Oh, yeah. Are you interested? This is the house... Housemark uh, game that did the uh, top-down alien shooter. Yeah, with all the explosions and sparks and pop picks, yeah. um like effects and when particles. Do you when was it originally due? Well, I don't know. Was it March? I reckon it's going to come out on April the 29th. No. Oh, oh, Thomas, April the 26th. Oh. Three days off. How did you get that? Bad. Don't know. Just had a guess. That, oh, this is why you're professional. Exactly. Very good. Anyway, yeah. Well, alienation out then. There you go. Now we now we've got the important stuff out of the way. Let's go to the question, shall oh, we? Stephen, bring me some questions. You're quite right to, though; they're all rubbish. You're going to go to what? 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 What's it's all rubbish? The questions. No, some of them are all right. Okay, so Adam Lewis at Evil Mammal. Hello. Asks, Where's Jim, and what have you done with him? This is what we were talking about. It's unbelievable. Well, Jim Watch is about to be updated, so Jim, you know, he's he's recovering. And uh, don't worry, like, don't worry. Jim was ill. He's had some time off work. He's back soon. He's back soon. He hasn't been fired. Nothing weird's going on. He's not leaving. He's not dead. Although I did go on a press event uh, the day that he actually uh, became ill and just said in a very straight face that he had died. He is Uh, fine. He has been texting me about penis stuff. Yes. He's Uh, fine. Yeah. And uh, he did say that he's off to my hairdresser now, though, which means he gets a discount and I get a discount. To clarify, the reason he's off is not linked to penis in any way. Or haircuts. No. Or haircuts. No. Although it might be if he gets stabbed in the neck, but then he has a weird that'll be Charles mind. Worthington's when he, problem. When he wants to text, he has they have a name things. drop there, Burns. That'll be Charles Worthington <laughs> of Percy Street. And if they want to sponsor me, they certainly can. Wow. No, but carry on. Sorry, Dave, you're saying No, no, penises. no, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, what no. was that penis chat you... Uh... No, no, just when, when Jim wants to talk to me, it always seems to be about that sort of thing. Yeah, well, it's, it's odd because he keeps on sending different messages, different uh, the tone of messages mm-hmm. to different people. He talks to me about Assassin's Creed games that he's playing. Does he? And I'm like, don't, don't talk to me about these games. Like, oh, just drop me down. Because oh, he always gets me to say, like, Bobby, like I'm floating me <laughs> Bobby or something, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's... The, 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 the less you know, Dave, that's probably for the best, right? But he's all right and he's coming back. He's all right, he's coming back and he'll be, he'll be stronger than ever. There you go. Football manager talk that, won't it? Oh, yeah, love like, it. Yeah, yeah very so good. He'll be back for the, uh, for the league game next week. Right, Simon Marshall at Simon Marshall 6 asks, with the sad news regarding Lionhead, what are some of your best memories of their games? And we touched on this before, mm. but uh, if we just had one memory of one game, I mean, I'm talking like, a, yes, the acorn will drop and turn into a, you know, yeah. those memories. Just do one. And then we'll move past it. Dave, go. Convincing my parents to buy a brand new PC because black and white wouldn't fit on the hard drive. That's Imagine that these days. <laughs> how did they? How did they go for that though? What, oh, I can't remember. For them? There's no educational I must have been value. quite convincing. <laughs> did you have a gun? I must have been about fifteen at the time <laughs> as well. Been like, Mom. no, you played the old. I know what you did. You played the old class. Like, oh, we need some upgrades on this machine, you know, and to oh, run in Carter. Yeah, yeah. So to do the school because you know they've got new software to do writing with. Yeah, yeah. we all went there. I, I convinced my parents to buy me new graphics cards. <laughs> Trust me. Did we talk about this the other day? Do you remember Incoming? Yeah. Was that on a podcast? Incoming was one of those early 3 Yeah, we got yeah, that with our games, PC. Yeah. That was when it was, oh, look at the mm. graphics on that. Mm. When you'd end up at like, I don't know, what were they called back then, the shops? B-Bug or something. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have the Dreamcast Puck. version? Incoming. Incoming, I think so, yeah. Oh, no. Now I'm getting better flashbacks of Arcade Magazine. Right, mm. Tom, favourite um, Lionhead game moment? Well, it's my dog in... Fable 2, Dog Mint and Jermaine. <laughs> dog Mint and Jermaine. It's because so it's, it's he's a dog. Joke. He's a dog. It's an, an, who said this joke? The badminton one. Yeah, right? it's based. That was that oh. was the. What's his name? Uh, the guy that's basically Russ Abbott. You should know this because it informs a lot of what seemed to be your teenage years here. That um, joke being, uh, I want to say Tim, Tim Vine. It's Tim Vine. All right, there so you he go. did the joke about badminton you know the dog that has been bad and he's going after a shuttlecock badminton whatever um jermaine after flight of the concords man yeah so and, I, and he obviously was a dog it's a dog mint and jermaine good okay. i'm glad we got there and right. i saved him and sacrificed all the whole world at the end whatever happens i can't remember you have the choice don't you about whether you want to save your dog or... never finished it didn't you finish fable 2 no 
You no. just like save the dog because it dies or rescue a billion people and you go save dog. Well, obviously, I never started Fable 2 because I, if, I do believe I'm right here, but I could be wrong. Fable 2 came out on the same day as Far Cry 2 and I bought Far Cry 2 instead. Did you really? And uh, just thought, well, shit, all round about the same time. And just thought, you know what, this is rubbish. Was the movies a good video game? No. Well, it was, it was flexible. I played it quite a lot. Mm, I don't think it was great, but I, I loved it because it was so different at the time. Because of what it was? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I remember losing at the Oscars every year. <laughs> and so that's my favourite moment, losing. Mm. Right, okay, now that's done. Add a black 39 asks, if you weren't in the video game industry, what would you be working as? To be a pilot. David, you would not be a pilot. They would not let you pass the test. They'd be like, "Look, you're a good pilot, but some of these statements, some of these statements about I've flown a plane before. So have I, but they wouldn't let me be one. Mm. Not after I tried That's to a fly weird an- thing. There's three of us in the room. Only one of us hasn't flown a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is quite odd, Tom. Mm. Maybe you should uh, I need look- to start flying some planes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'd be doing. No idea. I'd be dead, I reckon. I always wanted to write for a magazine. I'd always buy video games magazines and be like, I want that to be my face where the, the little staff pictures. Yep. Yep. Yeah, me too. The no. dream the dream has been lived. The dream I did. Yeah. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> Tom? Um, well, when I was at school, you know, because we had that computer, you put, the, you put the what you like into it and it gives oh, you a job. Oh, yeah. I think it just said I was going to be a teacher or something. I think mine said I was going to be a teacher. I think teacher. that's what everyone came out as teacher. If you didn't have any real interests. Be a like teacher. That were, like what, in the system. It was like, yeah, be a teacher. Or it said like work in IT. Yeah. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. I would have been in, I'd have been in IT. I did an IT software engineering degree. I'd have been like making some kind of software that I hated or something. Fair enough. Could have made Windows 10. <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> you could have been at build. Right, um, Foxy Foxlin asks, will you make Simon stream the Bloodborne DLC? Probably not. Probably not. Well, we want to try and finish the game. Are you actually going to finish it, though? I think we will. It's a long game. Honestly, if you... It's going, sure, it's going sure, well. I'm not sure right. you saw the last yeah. stream, but Miller was adamant that he's never playing it again. That evening, he came back and played it on his own. So we will finish it. Oh, so he's progressed beyond it's what all, was shown no, on the all, stream. It's all been on YouTube. It's oh, right. There. But um, he will. As much as he moans about it, there's no way he's not going to finish it now. Does he secretly love it? No, I don't think he does. I know people think he's faking it and he does love it. I don't think that's true. He mm. actually doesn't like it at all. No, he really despises it. Mm. Why would he come it's back like, and play it? Because he choice. said he's going to finish it now. So oh, right. Will. So what he says, he has to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, like Mario Kart. I hate Mario Kart. I think it's fucking crap, but I'm well good at it. I beat Miller at it and he, that was his childhood game and he got very upset. So... Yeah. Mario Kart's a weird one for me. I do think it's a bit overrated. It's fucking crap. Like, oh, come on now. If it, look. It's fun, but I'm done with it very quickly. It didn't have, I'm telling you. I can't wait for the comments on this one. <laughs> Did you have Mario and friends in there? <laughs> nowhere near. Nowhere near. What was that one in my drawer, Tom? The PS1 game? Speed Racers? No. That's not really what cool. the fuck? No. Speed There's Racers? a PS1 game in my drawer. And it's something like something. Speed Carts or something. That's why I said Speed Racers. It's it must not be Speed silly. Racers. It's something like that, though, isn't no, it? No, it can't be. I'm not, I don't have time to look it up. But, yeah, Warfare is that was amazing. Racers. It was you a can apologise to me later, Dave. Speed, no, Speed Racers was that weird... Speed car- Freaks. Speed Freaks, that was oh, it. Oh, I remember that. And it was that. Speed Punks in the US. Mm. Don't ever remind me of that game again. So, on or, that, or Modern Nation why? Racers. Why? What's happened? Because they were rubbish. Right. So, final question, and it is a good one. Ben Warnock at Ben J. Warnock asks, best and worst press events you've ever been to? Now, Blimey. you may redact the names, David and Tom. Just but uh, uh, when you say best press events, though, aren't you saying, yeah, I liked it because, <laughs> you know, they, they gave me some beers. free stuff was there. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one press event. This was back in, like, before press events were toned down. Back in like the period when no one gave a shit what they what they did at these things, it was like tables full of like food just all over the place, like battered squid, just a whole old table full of battered squid. <laughs> it was really nice. I like I like battered squid. I remember, a, I think it was a review event for Mag, and I think Jim Sterling also talks about this. I think he was there as well. Oh, I do remember talk about this. It wasn't great. No, no, I didn't really like that one. <laughs> no, but. On the other side, one I did enjoy, and it wasn't really a press event, but I was there because of my credentials, 
was you're the big man on campus. Call of Duty XP. Mm. Do you remember that? I didn't get invited to Call of Duty XP. That so was, that that tells you where Dave is. That was good fun. To be fair, that was a good event, a good consumer event as well. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed that. It did have a a lot of uh, pieces came out of it. A lot. A Kanye lot of, West performed. A lot of gossip. Just watching him rise up on his podium was fantastic. Yeah, a lot of gossip as well. What, wasn't Terry Hatcher there? Um. <laughs> No, she was there. She may have been. Everyone knew that. And anyway, the best press events. That, no. the, best, <laughs> the best press events are the ones where you just get to play. They just sit you down and you play wherever it is. Yes. Like I remember the Bioshock, the first Bioshock press event. Like at least like outside of like whatever big reveal they did in the US was um, somewhere in London. It was just play it for four hours and go fine. Those, those are the best ones. The um, when you first join the industry, the the ability to go places and kind of see the wizard behind the curtain, essentially, and, you know, yeah. to see where these things are taking place. And you do feel, or especially in the early days, that you are then part of a club, basically, because you, are, you have been invited and you do feel, okay, you know, it's cool to be here to play these games. After all, that fades. And as Tom says... It does make us sound a bit... I don't know, I can't think of the word. But there are so many people that would love... Well, that's what I'm saying, in the beginning. But then you realise yeah. that... A lot of it is pomp and circumstance. And what you actually want to be doing is playing the game. And so you'll go to these events and it's fine to, to arrive in a, in a nice place in London and to... You hospital know, club. Usually the hospital club. Nine times out of ten. And you go there and it's all very swish and people will be like, okay, would you like you know canapes or whatever? And you're like, okay. And then after a while, you know, maybe 10 or 20 of these things when it's exactly the same way every time, you just think, can you not send me the preview code? Mm. And it, if that sounds ungrateful, then you've got to go to a few I of these things. I have to say, having done E3 a couple of times now, that E3 is one of those, I think, that everyone who's interested in games, God, I'd love to go to E3. Absolutely love it. And of course, when you go up there for the first time, you do go there with that mindset. Mm-hmm. When you've done it a couple of times, you end up thinking, I get so much more out of just sitting at home watching what's going well, on. We- it's good to talk to people when you're there, yeah. but in terms of actually seeing stuff, it can be horrible. Yes. And we've had some great results from there, but at the same time, and especially with the way it's going, with the the bigger publishers pulling, not out, but having their own things, you know, it, it's fracturing it and it's making it a lot more difficult to go and, to go and see stuff. I've come back from E3 and I've, you've said to me, Tom, did you see this? Mm. You? And I've said, mm. oh, no, I have no idea. You know more about E3 when you're not there than you do when you actually are there. Absolutely. And it's Absolutely. the same for Gamescom. And it's, I find it weird, I find it very bizarre. But it's good to talk to people who are out there and it's a nice little event to have, I guess. But... I know someone, and you know someone, we won't name them, but yeah. everyone in this room knows someone who did 10 E3s. 10 E3. Can you imagine? Wow. As you come back just frazzled, mm. like Vietnam. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, so press events after a while, they are, you know, it's nice to be able to go and play games early. I never lose that kind of excitement of, mm. you know, the door ringing. Quite lucky to be in a position like, to the do buzzer that, yeah. going, you're like, you know, I think the the one, the, the, the last of us, there was a big excitement when the last of us was coming. Every time the buzzer rang, it was like, is that the last of us? Yeah. GTA uh, 5 as well. Oh, I don't remember well, there being... No, there wasn't. They, they certainly didn't just send a map. But, you no. know, when GTA 5 uh, came in, there was just huge excitement because you never really get to see GTA games before mm. before they go out there. So that you re- you retain that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, after your, your 15th visit to the hospital club or any of the places in London or wherever, you're like, okay. okay yeah. yeah. So, yes, well, that's the end of the questions. Wow, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, Fair enough. Consider consider them asked and answered. Yeah. So the uh, the patrons are going to get their special. Hello, um, patrons. How are you? Not yet, David. <laughs> oh, not yet. That's coming up. All right. But, uh, well, that's very rude to the people listening. That aren't I'm yes, sorry. Dave. I'm just you know. Come on. What now. if you do want you to listen? Say hello you... to the normal people. Exactly. Hello. I told. I tell them it's every week. I love them very much. Yeah. Regardless of whether they give us a little bit of money but or you not. You do love them more if they give you money. I, I don't know. I don't, I love everyone equally. I do. Well, <laughs> mm. anyway, as I was going to say, the patrons, your special bit of the podcast is coming up. And for people who aren't patrons yet, we love you as well. And if you want to listen to it, you can. You know what to do. Go on patreon.com. This is very mill, Bob. <laughs> you can. You know what to do. <laughs> it's a big sell job, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But if you don't want to do that, then fine. Thanks for listening anyway. And uh, so I've been Steve Burns and I've been joined by Dave Scammell. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say bye Dave oh. are we just going to start again yeah. <laughs>
How you doing? Go round again. I hope you have a good week. Maybe play the division or something like that. It sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bye. And uh, and VG Tomo. Bye. All right. Bye.